The views expressed herein reflect the views of the Whistler Agency as of the date of publication. These views may change as conditions change. The views expressed herein are not intended and should not be construed as investment advice, and they do not address any individual's specific situation. Welcome to Whistler While You Retire with Tim Whistler from the Whistler Agency. Here you will learn how Tim helps clients avoid taking unnecessary risks in retirement. With a fiduciary responsibility, Tim's mission is to help retirees and soon-to-be retirees create a greater sense of confidence about their retirement plan. Now, on to the show. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Whistler While You Retire. I'm Tim Whistler, president and founder of the Whistler Agency. If people ask me what I do for a living, my response is simply that I help people avoid taking unnecessary risks in retirement. So when we drill deeper into that conversation, we will address topics like how to protect your account from market volatility. We address strategies on how to mitigate tax liability, how to maximize social security benefits, and the importance of living within your means. You know, the one common thread amongst all these topics is money, or your money to be specific. And to give yourself a chance to realize that ideal retirement, you should take steps to ensure a healthy and productive financial household. The same can be said about our physical and mental well-being. There is a direct correlation between our mental health and our physical health. Look what happens to you when emotions run high, when you feel stress, when you worry, when you live in fear. How does your body react? Well, you lose sleep. You don't eat right. You can't think straight. And then the problem compounds and you become a bear to live with. It's not good for anybody. So how do we help solve this issue? Well, I believe that my guest today can certainly provide help in this area. I first met my guest on today's episode about 15 years ago, and I am a client of her practice and I'm very excited for you to learn from her today. I would like to introduce you to Pauline Pearson. Pauline, thank you for being here today. Hi, Tim. How are you? I am well. I've been super busy and just excited to keep helping people. That's what I do. Well, that's fantastic. That's kind of what we're in the business to do, right? Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself and when you started your practice. Oh, um, I started my practice, like you said, 15 years ago. It's something that I had always wanted to do, but was unaware of where to go to school at the time, way back in the day before computers and dinosaurs roamed. I didn't know where to get my education for it. And when I tried to get into it and learn from other therapists, they just simply said, you need to get educated. You need to get go to school for it. And I eventually did. Mm-hmm. And my practice has never been as a spa massage. Okay. I kind of referred to a lot of people said, I don't want to be slathered with oil. And I'm like, that's not what I do. I, my intent is always to go for the muscle. And then the more I learn about the body and the more education that I do, newer ways of why is the body holding on to compensations or pain and how the body compensates and new ways to help open that up to get rid of that pain. So that's my main focus on it for my massage is to let's find out why you are the way you are. That's a, that's actually, you bring up a good point because you talked about a spot. Whenever I hear the word spot, I think of, okay, this is something that I should probably purchase for my wife. So she and a girlfriend can go and get a pedicure, the manicure, right? The whole right. thing that they do. 
But what you're doing is more kind of from the therapy side of things. Yes. When like a a husband will come in and do exactly that and he'll get a gift certificate for a family member for his wife. And he said, I think she wants to do this for relaxation. And then when she comes, I ask her, is this for relaxation? Because you got a present, you got a gift. Or is there something specific? And 90% of the time, it's because she has the opportunity now to take care of something specific. Excellent. You know, she's getting headaches. She's got low back pain, all multiple reasons. Yep. And you said something too, with my wife Rhonda being a nurse and her background being in, in, as a cardiac rehab nurse, she knows a lot about the heart. We always have very interesting conversations when we talk about how intelligent the heart is. And in your world, how intelligent the body is and when it overcompensates for things. That was one of the things that I learned from you when we first met, goodness, years and years ago at a networking event. And that's when you were just in front of the room of us that were there Mm -hmm. informing us, educating us. And that was really interesting. That's what kind of really inspired me to, I know I probably came into the office kicking and screaming, but you know, (laughs) I did show up. And I did go through that first session where you just started to work on my shoulders. And it's just like what I've encouraged my other, my associates and and friends to say, look, and you have no idea what your body's holding. It's very intelligent. It'll respond, but that response may not be in your best interest. So you need to go see somebody and learn about how to get yourself fixed. Right. We walk around all day with our shoulders hunched forward and we don't even, (laughs) we don't even realize it and wonder why our back hurts. Or the neck is looking down at all of our electronics and our neck, now we have headaches. And the younger generation that's coming up is going to be at its worst for having neck pain and back pain because we are so forward. And now with COVID and everybody was working from home at their makeshift computer desks, trying to figure out a comfortable way to move their arm or to use the mouse. And A lot of people are hurting from sitting at desks that were worse than the desks that they had in the office. (laughs) That's a good point. In fact, as you say that, I I just made sure I sit up straighter than what I am. Because yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you're just used to what you're doing. You're focused in on the computer. Like you said, the kids are focused on their phones. I mean, it truly is something we don't think enough about. Right. And then obviously sometime down the road, I think it can really hurt us. So I would say when you're, you mentioned continuing education. What would you say that you're learning about right now that you're trying to share this with your prospects and patients again about the continuing education that you're receiving right now? The biggest thing I'm seeing now is, well, this week has been a perfect example, is I've been this way for six years. I don't remember ever in my life not having a headache. Wow. And I was in an accident. A gentleman just came in today and he told me he had flipped a Humvee you know, in military practice and he ended up with compounded fractures in his back and has been that way. They healed, but he's been that way with pain for the last six to eight years. Wow. The fascia forms and surrounds every part of our body. And it's kind of like, it was described to me like a spider web and it's there. It has, it should have fluidity when it needs it. And then like a catcher in a baseball, when he, the hand is fluid, the baseball hits it and it's solid for just that split second. 
and then it's fluid again so we can throw it. The okay. body also needs to be fluid and it has, when it goes through trauma, it, my understanding of it is that it's, it becomes stiff. And there's a, an expression called motion is lotion. Motion is lotion when your joints, if you don't move your joints, they become stiffer. Mm-hmm. Well, the fascia is in that same line. It needs fluidity. It needs to be motion to keep it fluid. Mm-hmm. You know, I always refer to the body as something in the car, and I'm not exactly sure what the reference is on that, but it's the same. You want your belts in your car engine to be oiled up, right? right. I think. I'm not sure I if think belts so. have something oils. Like that. Something like that. But they need that motion. To right. keep them going. If your car engine is sits idle, those belts rot and they become dry and stiff. The yeah. body's the same way. You want to have that motion. Exactly. It's, I think, also from the standpoint, like, for example, when we do some cardio or working out or something like that, and we get our muscles all fired up, the blood's flowing, and then you settle down after that. And, and then you, you get start stiff. To you get stiff. <laughs> exactly right. Yep. <laughs> I can speak from experience about that because you have been very instrumental in encourage me to maintain because I do so much sitting all the time to be active and work out. And I've tried to tune that back up a little bit again. And so now I'm being reminded of again, whenever I sit here for a couple hours, I'm like, you know, I'm going to go get something to drink upstairs. And as I stand up, I'm like doing that. Oh, type of thing. Yes. <laughs> as I'm trying to get my legs going again. You know, I've been seeing some older people who, and they're not even older, middle-aged. And they say, well, it's older. It's because I'm getting older and it's old age. And sometimes it's just because they haven't been moving, but sometimes it's because they have developed tighter muscles from yeah. maybe sitting too long. And those muscles are pulling on the back, causing that I'm getting old feeling. Mm-hmm. One of the things too, I think I found very interesting when at one of our sessions that we had, you had me walk, put me at the, you told me to go to the end of the hallway and walk towards you. And you were walking or you were watching how I was walking to you and away from you. Talk about that because I don't think it just thought came into my mind. Okay. Because our youngest son works here locally at Taco Bell and he's on his feet all the time. He loves it. And he was talking about getting shoes. And I remember telling him, I said, Cade, you really want to take good care of your feet because there's a lot that goes on inside your feet, especially when you're on them all day long. So when you go get shoes, don't get the cheapest, get something that's really, really good, good support and whatnot. Right. Talk about that, Pauline, because I think a lot of people don't understand the importance of, because you talked about the fascia. Uh-huh. And I think also that kind of ties in, I think, a little bit with the importance of making sure that we are taking care of walking, how we sit, how we walk, how we stand, et cetera. Talk a little bit about that. Tight. I've been getting more and more into feet because a lot of the aches and pains that we have up the chain from the feet, so the knees, the legs, the hips, and then it just works its way up, you know, if you don't have a good foundation. And right. if you're walking duck-footed, that's going to cause a shortening on the outside of your muscles, which is going to affect the hip even more. Or if you're not pushing off from the big toe, mm-hmm. and let's say your big toe is bunioned and it's fall- turned inward to your other toes, you're not going to have that same flexibility in your ankle and mobility in your ankle to be able to push off. And then your stability gets off from there, and it's kind of a chain of events. Sure. So I've been actually working more and more with the feet. That's great. That's very good. And I think that's important for us to really kind of think about, because I remember (laughs) thinking back a few years ago when you and I were talking, 
after that meeting, you're like, you really should come see me. I'm like, no, I don't. Because I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> that whole thing, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, right. again, it's just, we don't know what we don't know. I mean, I learned that exactly in what I do as well. People don't know what they don't know. So therefore, I think it's so important they go see somebody who specializes in that area and think, what you might feel good, but again, your body has compensated for what might be failing you right now. So let's go get that checked out. Just like your analogy of the car, go get a tune-up. Yes. This is the most expensive body. This is the most expensive car you will ever own. Yep. And we need to take care of it. So my recommendation is if you get your car tuned up or oil changed, let's make sure that your body is tuned up. And if it's because you're under a lot of stress, get a full body massage. But if you have any of those aches and pains that you've got an oil leak or you've got a flat tire, let's get that taken care of. And not all massage therapists do that, but that's been my passion from day one. Is helping people pinpoint those pain spots. Yes. Gotcha. You know, in the beginning, I probably didn't know a lot, but once I started with the education, everything changes and science is, I hate to bring science into that, but science is changing how they look at what the body actually is capable of. And it's amazing. It truly is. It's remarkable. And I, I totally agree with you, Pauline. I mean, we only have one body. This is it. We don't this get is to it. trade it in. I mean, <laughs> might as well take good care of it. And sometimes I don't think what we eat necessarily helps us either if we're not maintaining a decent diet and whatnot. But talk a little bit about too, I, I love your passion and how you share this. This is the way you and I have always had conversations whenever we get together and, and talk through this. And whenever you're working on me, I love when you share your passion. Talk about one of your uh, youngest patients. What did you do for me? Talk about kids a while ago and the importance that they need. I think parents need to make sure that their kids are given an opportunity to take care of themselves as well. Talk a little bit about your youngest patients and what you did for them. I can't, no one, nothing specific comes to mind as far as the young one, but I do talk to parents of young athletes. Okay. Specifically the dancers or the cheerleaders, mm -hmm. and they never seem to get a break. They are constant. If you're playing football, there's always a season that you're not playing. You're not practicing. You might be in the gym. You're doing something else. The dancers are competing and learning and practicing all year long, especially if they're in high school for the games. They never get a break. Right. I had one parent call me up and she brought her daughter in because she was a flyer in cheerleading and she had fallen. Oh boy. There is no time that's too young to get your kids in they're being pushed like they were professional athletes right but they don't have the same care of massage of physical therapy chiropractic and body work support that professional athletes have and also too their body is still growing yes very important even yeah, exactly right that's a great point because you're right the, you know the professional athletes have everything at their fingertips Yes. From chefs to therapists and whatnot, and it's to keep them at that optimal performance level. Well, again, the majority of us are not professional athletes, so we don't we think we may not need that. But I think one thing too, one of the things that we had talked about before is okay, if I'm sitting at my desk, you talked about that before. Here we are in the post-COVID area era. Most people are now working from home. And like you said, not working in an ergonomically correct environment at their desk and whatnot. And maybe they love what they do. 
and they're like thinking, they're listening, they're thinking, well, I don't, I'm not really stressed out. I'm not really physical. I'm just kind of sitting here. But so, for example, for the person who's in that environment where they're sitting most of the day, mm-hmm. what harm are they causing to their body? Stagnation. Specifically, the glutes get turned off and then the quads take over. So now then that imbalance, mm-hmm. if you don't have strong glutes, you aren't going to have the strength later in life to maybe go up the stairs. You can see a lot of the elderly are going from side to side, kind of waddling up a stair. They don't have the push power of the muscles to, of their glute muscles specific to come to go up the stairs. So the longer that we sit, the more we're turning off certain muscles that creates an imbalance in the body. And now another muscle is taking over and we're compensating, eventually probably causing some pain. So I know that I've been reminded of this from my odd doctor occasionally when she knows what I do and I'm looking at a computer screen and she encourages me to uh, exercise the 20-20-20 rule Mm. where you, every 20 minutes, you're supposed to look at something 20 Ah. feet away for 20 seconds to give our eyes a break. Good. It sounds good. Now, do I do it all the time? No, but it sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always, it's a reminder to do that. I'm like, man, because you you might get the headache, Mm -hmm. you might start getting blurred vision. Like, oh, that's right. I need to kind of give my eyes a break. So what would you encourage somebody who, like me, who sits at my desk all day long, for the most part, is there like uh, some type of exercise that we could set our a timer on our phone to remind us or something like that? Maybe get up, walk around. What would you say that we should do? I met the, a gentleman who, this is years ago, I asked him what he did. And he said, it's at a computer all day. I thought there is no way he was in such good mobility, good shape. And I said, what do you do? And he said, I set a timer, exactly what you said, Tim. I set a timer on my computer to get up and walk around. I drink plenty of water. And he had some type of workout that he does, but he made sure he got up and walked, went to the bathroom, got his drink and moved his body around every 20 minutes. He had said every 20 minutes. Wow. Every 20 minutes. Did he say how long he did that when he was doing it for 20 minutes, just for like a couple of minutes or something? No, he didn't. But then wow. and he also okay. had another workout that he did when he got off work. And I was like, you need to make a, a recording of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he, it was great. Mobility is the key. Mobility and motion. And when I said with the athletes, it's so easy as parents to dismiss our children having headaches mm-hmm. or back pains. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they grow too fast and maybe end up with a back fracture just because they're growing too fast. Oh. Other times it's they're now with the electronics, how much are they doing? How much are they, are we pushing or are they pushing themselves with posture or growing that they're getting the headaches and the body aches? Please listen to your kids and find out, is it legitimate or are they just being children and trying to get out of (laughs) No, they don't do that, do they? They still do that? (laughs) But we, we need to find out. We need to listen to our kids because it's happening younger and younger. Gotcha. No, it it totally makes sense. And I like the point you brought up before when you use the analogy of, okay, when you go get your oil changed, Mm -hmm. make yourself an appointment to go again and go in and and come and see you being a massage therapist and start with that full body. Because I know that when I've been in there with you, you'll start working on my shoulder and all of a sudden you'll ask a question like, Hey, are you having problems? I'm like, no, not that I know of. And all of a sudden you start digging a little bit deeper and then boom, there's the problem. I can feel it now. (laughs) (laughs) But 
again, it's one of those things where I didn't know that it was even there. Was I probably overcompensating for it? My body took over and like, no, Tim, I'll fix this for you. I just think that's great. That's a great analogy for people to remember that when we have some type of triggering mechanism, whether it be the oil change, whether it be whenever we change the, the clocks forward or backwards, set an agenda, set a timer or something like that to remind us to go see, come and see you yes. and uh, get those taken care of. Because some people might not need once a month. Some people need weekly, some people maybe once a month, but we change the clocks, what, twice a year. Twice a year, yeah. So that's still good. I certainly think it's better than nothing. I mean, I think it would be a good start yes. for a lot of people. And I can speak from personal experience because I, I know because it's like I've told a couple of friends of mine like who are a lot more physically active than I am. And I'm like, dude, you need to go see her because of the fact you don't know what your body is going through. And it's just like, you don't know what you don't know. But then once you get that re- that therapy and you get those muscles, you, when you're digging in there and getting that problem out, holy cow. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to book my next appointment because I want to continue to come back to make sure that issue does not keep recurring. Uh, thank you, Tim. So. <laughs> but one of the things that comes up repeatedly that I ask is if anyone has been in an accident. And that could mean anything from a car accident, which is major trauma usually, Mm -hmm. to the minor car accident. When you get rear-ended, the body still goes through that jolt. Yep. And then your muscles and the fascia all remember that time, and they're going to protect itself eventually. I had a gentleman that I was working on his body, and it, it sounds funny to say, but it was literally screaming that he had been in an accident and I kept asking him and he said, no. And it turned out he had hit a deer in a very small pickup truck doing 60 to 70 miles an hour. And his body had gone through that trauma and he completely forgot about it. But he was, had all the compensation later in life that was causing him to have discomfort and headaches. Wow. So it, Sometimes the body will take care of itself. I even fell off. I fell off a horse and landed on my shoulder. And two years later was when I ended up with shoulder pain. Hmm. Two years. So the body, a lot of times the body will compensate for it and take care of itself. And then all of a sudden it says, you know what? I'm done. So that's when I I strongly recommend massage to anybody to help the body, if you've gone through trauma, you fell on the ice, let's get the body and bring it back so that it's not as traumatized. I mean, that's just kind of my way of, way of putting it. That's very well. And I think too, as we wrap this up here, I think the fact of what you have shared, mobility, doing things on a regular basis, especially if we sit, get up, walk around, stretch your legs, drink plenty of water. Hydration is a big key. Again, that's, yes. I'm guilty of not drinking enough water. but If you were going to tell people one more thing about the importance of considering why they need to come and have that full body massage, what would that one thing be that you would share with them? One thing why they should get a massage? Mm -hmm. To reset the body, whether it's feelings or pain or trauma, the massage can help reset whether you're a caregiver who is emotionally exhausted, mm-hmm. maybe you've lost a loved one and you're in grief, it just helps the body put it back into perspective. 
one thing that I wanted to say is if it's possible to listen, we listen to sounds. Mm-hmm. If we could start becoming quiet to ourselves, our body, and check in with our body for feeling to kind of listen to what it's saying, it'll tell you if just like you listen to your car sounds and you take it to a mechanic, mm-hmm. you know, the engine doesn't quite sound right. If right. we could listen to the body and acknowledge the pain, acknowledge what the body is trying to tell us and begin taking our health into our own hands. Then when you come, what I do is I listen to that. We acknowledge the pain and then we look elsewhere for the cause. Gotcha. Makes sense. So how does our listener contact you, Pauline? Well, I have a a website. It's massagewithpauline.com. And on that, you can book online. You can call me at 309-657-7979 for an appointment or text me. Okay. Well, thank you so very much for sharing this. I always enjoy listening to you speak. I love listening to the passion and the, the case studies of how you help people. So I appreciate you being with me today, Pauline. It's my pleasure, Tim. And it's always a joy to be with you. And it's my passion. So thank you. You're very welcome. So again. Go check out Pauline's website. That's massagewithpauline.com. Again, her phone number is 309-657-7979. And you will be very glad that you did. Thanks for tuning in today and be sure to tune in for other episodes of Whistler While You Retire. So long until next time. Thank you for listening to Whistler While You Retire. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Whistler Agency. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment advisory and financial planning services offered through Simplicity Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Insurance, consulting, and education services offered through the Whistler Agency. The Whistler Agency is a separate and unaffiliated entity from Simplicity Wealth LLC.